Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Trinity Podcast. We are going to be uh, continuing our exploration into the book of Revelation during this Easter season. Today, I'm going to read uh, the same passage we looked at on Sunday, Revelation chapter 7, and then pray. And rather than re-preach or preach a different sermon, I'm just going to reflect on one aspect of what we looked at in this passage uh, just a few days ago. But first, let's read. After this, I looked, and there was a great multitude that no one could count, from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, robed in white, with palm branches in their hands. They cried out in a loud voice, saying, Salvation belongs to our God, who is seated on the throne and to the Lamb. And all the angels stood around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures, and they fell on their faces before the throne and worshipped God, singing, Amen. Blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders addressed me, saying, Who are these robed in white, and where have they come from? I said to him, Sir, you are the one that knows. And then he said to me, These are they who have come out of the great ordeal. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. For this reason they are before the throne of God and worship him day and night within his temple. And the one who is seated on the throne will shelter them. They will hunger no more and thirst no more, and the sun will not strike them nor any scorching heat. For the lamb at the center of the throne will be their shepherd, and he will guide them to springs of the water of life, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Father, before we reflect here for a few moments, I just ask for your grace. God, I pray that you would meet my friends wherever they are, whatever it is that they are thinking about today or going through. I pray that you would help turn our hearts to Easter. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Y'all, as we continue this uh, reflection during the Easter season, I think this passage in particular is really important and worthy of our consideration. John here is seeing into heaven And I don't think uh, we think enough about heaven. Um, We oftentimes maybe um, think too much about this temporal world that we live in and not enough about where we will go when we die. Well, here, John is given a glimpse into heaven. He's given a glimpse into uh, this throng of people before the throne of God, worshiping him, enjoying his presence. And I believe that there's something really, really significant for us here um, and, and maybe something that you haven't thought about in quite some time. So for John, the people in this multitude had been recently killed. Uh, they had been persecuted, lost their faith. They, had, um, they were the martyrs, effectively. And John is basically getting a glimpse into the fact that they've suffered, and yet they are completely at rest and at peace because they are with God in heaven. They are in this place where God has gone to prepare a place for them. And he tells us in the the words toward the end of this passage four things that mark the reality of heaven. He says that those who are in heaven have peace, uh, peace that comes as a result of the power and authority of God. The, The Lord is on the throne so we can be at rest, we can be at peace. The second thing we're told is that God protects and shelters us in heaven. Verse 15 tells us he will shelter us. And when I think about how exposed many of us feel these days, um, tired, worn out, feeling stressed out, whatever, the, the thought of heaven is a place of not only peace, but protection is really, really comforting. 
I think I've, I've heard this so many times over the last year, you know, I just wish that someone would advocate for me or I wish I didn't feel so exposed, so um, banged up by circumstances. Well, heaven is a place of protection and shelter. And the third thing we see here is that heaven is a place of provision and satisfaction. We're told by God that we'll be led to streams of living water. And many of us feel weary. I, I know in my own life right now, I, I feel almost a profound sense of weariness, um, just maybe like a cumulative uh, exhaustion, frankly, from a year and a half's worth of trying to hold things together that didn't seem to easily hold together. Well, in heaven, we're told that we'll be led to streams of water that will truly be satisfied by refreshment, by cold, life-giving water. And if you've ever been tired and thirsty, if you've ever been worn out, um, the thought of water is, is life-changing, um, life-giving. Heaven will be a place of provision. And finally, we're told that heaven will be a place of healing and restoration. We're told that God will wipe every tear from their eyes. And if you think about people who've died because of persecution or something unjust and violent happening to them, there would be lots of occasion for tears. And maybe that's where you are right now. Maybe right now you would say, I, I feel the tears or worse. Maybe you are beyond tears. You've, you've cried your tears dry and now you just feel empty, out of gas, sad. Heaven will be a place where you will be filled back up where your tears will be wiped from your eyes and the memory of suffering and pain, the memory of trauma and, and grief will be rolled back, will be healed, God will restore. And all of this leads us to this picture of heaven being complete rest. And I just want to say to you that if you belong to Jesus, you are destined for heaven. Uh, you are destined for peace and protection and provision and for healing. That's going to be your experience in heaven. That's what it's like to be near the throne of God. But here's where I want to leave it. In John 14, 2, Jesus says, in my father's house are many rooms. Um, if you grew up with a King James Bible, you, you grew up hearing, in my father's house are many mansions. Um, and, and Jesus said, "If I, I will go there to prepare a way for you. And the word for room in the Greek language uh, there in John 14 connotes a temporal or temporary dwelling place, not, not a permanent one. And these four things that I just said to you are what you will experience in your room, in your temporal dwelling place, in your father's house. And it's going to be awesome, but it won't be the end of the story. It's temporal and temporary because we will be resurrected. We will rise and the new heaven and the new earth will be our home and we will have work to do and relationships to build and unhindered living to engage with. And that's the resurrection. But prior to the resurrection, I just want to say heaven ain't going to be bad. So Lord, I pray that you would encourage my friends. I pray that you would give us uh, the hearts to follow you even when things feel um, uncertain and unsure. Just pray for your protection and your provision now and always help us, Lord, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.